This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to This Day in History class, where we bring you a new tidbit from history every day. Today is October 1st, 2019. The day was October 1st, 1965. A group of Indonesian National Armed Forces members killed six high-ranking Indonesian Army generals in a failed coup in Jakarta. The Army linked the assassinations to the Indonesian Communist Party, and for the next several weeks, the military detained and killed hundreds of thousands of communists, alleged communists, and their sympathizers. The coup led to Indonesia's first president, Soekarno, being put on house arrest, and General Suharto being appointed to the presidency. President Soekarno had begun promoting the system of guided democracy, since he believed parliamentary democracy was ineffective in Indonesia. As he began implementing a form of socialist populism, he attempted to balance relations with the military, communist, and religious groups. He supported the Indonesian Communist Party and the army, which was largely anti-communist, though many in the military did support communism. Land reforms, which the Communist Party pressured Sukarno to implement, were a major source of tension between the party, Muslim religious leaders, and the people who controlled the land. As the Indonesian Communist Party gained more influence, Seeds of doubt grew among army members who were suspicious of the party's intentions and religious groups who were unsure of the party's views. Sukarno became more anti-imperialist and championed economic independence for Indonesia, but the economy declined due to a lack of effective policy. Western nations encouraged anti-communist efforts against the Indonesian Communist Party, Sukarno, and the left. In 1965, the Indonesian Communist Party had 3 million members and was the third largest communist party in the world. But by this time, there were rumors that senior army generals were planning a coup against Sukarno. In the early morning hours of October 1st, the 30th September movement kidnapped and murdered six of Indonesia's top military generals. The movement members announced over the radio that they had seized power to protect the president and prevent a military coup. The leader of the movement, Lieutenant Colonel Untun, told listeners that the president was safe, that generals had been arrested, and that there was about to be a new revolutionary government. But the coup was crushed quickly. The army claimed that the Communist Party was responsible for the coup attempt. At the time, there was not much evidence that the party had any involvement in the action against the military. But General Suharto, commander of the Army's Strategic Reserve, capitalized on anti-communist sentiment and quickly launched propagandistic attacks against communists. He shut down communist and leftist publications while pro-Army publications flourished. The pro-Army press circulated stories that the murdered generals had been tortured and mutilated. Through this campaign, the army inflamed anti-communist feelings and convinced people that the party was complicit in a huge conspiracy. The military took the opportunity to eliminate the political power of communism in Indonesia, which it perceived as a threat. 
The army, police, and civilian militias imprisoned and killed communists and their supporters in Jakarta, Central and East Java, and Bali, as well as parts of other islands. The death toll has been estimated at at least half a million people. It was later discovered that some leaders in the Indonesian Communist Party did play a role in planning the coup, but most people in the party did not know about it. There are many conspiracy theories around exactly who planned the 30th September movement and what its goal was. The Communist Party was banned in Indonesia in 1965 and has been ever since, along with any public discussion of the massacre. The military dictatorship that soon took over, led by Suharto, ruled Indonesia until 1998, with Western support. Indonesia became pro-Western, and the downfall of communism in Indonesia benefited capitalist countries. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If there are any upcoming days in history that you'd really like me to cover on the show, give us a shout on social media at T-D-I-H-C podcast. We'll see you here in the same place tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.